Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Betting, a Sports Garden Network production. We are your source for sports entertainment and credible sports intelligence. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in Betting. I am your host, Tom Barton from Sports Garden Network. Go check us out at sportsgarden.com, G-A-R-T-E-N, and over on Sports Garden, on all the social media accounts, go to Sports Garden, hashtag S. G N on all of them. Guys, we are getting into week 10. We're at the back half of the season now, right? I mean, when we used to have uh, 16-week seasons, it was always week 9 is the back end. Well, now it's the back end with week 10 coming up, and you start to kind of look at a lot of what did we learn sort of things, right? What, what, did, what have we learned here? Look, we've learned a lot, and I think that last week was a learning curve for most of us. I think we learned that the Miami Dolphins should not be taken seriously as a Super Bowl contender as it stands right now. The Buffalo Bills might have worked themselves out of Super Bowl contender status as it stands right now. You are looking at the Dallas Cowboys and you're going, look, despite a loss, I think they're right there, right? I mean, that's they're, they're a team that's right there. Cincinnati, they are all the way back. Now, all of a sudden, they are the fun team to go bet on. I've seen a lot of guys this week go jump on Cincinnati to win the Super Bowl because Joe Burrow is healthy and here we go. So there's a lot of, of kind of learning as we've done over the first nine weeks. Now we're in the back end, and now, look, the rubber meets the road. This is when it gets serious. Whatever you want to say, this is reality time. All right, let's get into it. There's a lot of bye weeks this week, by the way. So let's get into it. Thursday night, Chicago Bears. This number, look, this is a Bears team that most people thought were the worst team in the league uh, until... The team that they own the draft pick for, the Carolina Panthers, kind of showed up, and Bryce Young is really struggling. He has not looked good at all. They can't run the ball. They went out. They got Miles Sanders. They've kind of benched him for Chuba Hubbard at this point. But the Bears, somehow, this team that everybody thought was terrible, this team that everybody thought was struggling, well, they're a four-point favorite. Now, they're at home. I get it. And it's a Thursday night. I get it. And Carolina's not a good team. But I do think that it's interesting that all of a sudden the Bears are the favorite here. There is a prevailing thought that maybe Justin Fields comes back for this one. Uh, Khalil Herbert also coming off the injured list. So the Bears can run the ball. The Bears have found something in Cole Komet. Sure, you know, a couple touchdowns last week. Uh, but that was with Beckett running the offense. Look, I like Justin Fields. I've said all along, I don't even want, I'm a Bears fan, and I don't want Caleb Williams. I want the Bears to stick with Justin Fields and develop him into the franchise quarterback that I think he can be. But you look at this game and you go, I don't know. He's rusty coming back. Carolina's defense at times has been good. You can run on them at times in spots. It's been good. I, I'm i looking at this as, as one of those, look, I, I like the Bears. I'll be watching the game. I'm going to go out with my son to watch this game. It's going to be a game that I could find some interesting maybe prop bets. But I can't lay four points with the Bears, even at home, even against Carolina. And I don't love taking four with Carolina in this spot. 
Uh, if you're looking for a prop play to play, look, everybody always loves the offense. You guys know I like my defensive prop plays. T.J. Edwards had 10 tackles last week, nine tackles the week before that. Um, he has really grown into that role, especially when you're starting. Look, he's grown into that team leader role, but it's especially more that Tremaine Edmonds, the other linebacker that uh, they went out and got in the offseason, he's been out, right? So if Edmonds misses this game, I think a prop play of over the tackles for Edwards makes a lot of sense. Then we go back to Germany on Sunday, Indianapolis, New England. New England has covered only two of the last 16 games. Two of the last 16 games. That's all New England has covered, guys. And they are now a one-and-a-half-point underdog to Indianapolis. Indies look good at times. Look, you got Gardner Minshew. Uh, Taylor is getting weird. Look, I would stay away from Taylor props right now. He's getting weird usage. Last week, 41 yards in the first half, and he had one yard going into, like, the last couple of minutes of that quarter. Uh, or, I'm sorry, of that half. He didn't get anything in the third quarter. The game before that, again, rolling right along. People said, ah, oh, maybe he got injured. Maybe it was something. No, 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 They're just limiting his usage. For you guys in fantasy, that's terrible. But overall, I, I don't think it's hurting the team because Zach Moss is keeping him healthy. New England doesn't look like themselves. They don't look good, and we know why. Look, they lost a lot of guys. But this week now, all of a sudden, there's a lot of rumors. Does Bill Belichick take the Washington job? Is Bill Belichick going to go to the Giants? There are some people saying that maybe Bill Belichick might get fired in the middle of the year. Yeah, and then they're uh, going already out there in New England saying maybe we want Vrabel. I, look, I don't buy Belichick's getting fired for the year at, uh, during the year at all. I, I also don't buy that New England could turn it around immediately. But in Germany, against an indie team, with a backup quarterback as good as Minshew's played, with a backup quarterback, a defense that isn't very good, it wouldn't shock me if the Patriots played well here. It really wouldn't. Look, the Patriots' defense is still good. Belichick knows uh, you know, he's got to kind of scheme better. And New England, it's, it's not like they were out of these games. They're right there. I can't lay the one and a half, and I don't like taking the one and a half in the spot either. If you like an under, it makes some sense, but they put it well into the 30s. So the under even kind of gets you here as well. I would lean the under. I think both teams want to run. Both teams have better than average defenses. Cleveland, Baltimore. Baltimore is rolling right now, and the Ravens look like the team that everybody wants to go out there and say, yeah, now you're the Super Bowl contender. Uh, we got to see how Lamar plays in the playoffs. But against a Baltimore, against a Cleveland team, that should have Deshaun Watson back, and he's getting healthy by the week. Their defense is still really good. It seems good, but a six-point spread is a six-point spread in division. The Ravens, they're all about defense. Number one scoring defense in the NFL. You have the best linebacking combination in the NFL, Roquan Smith and Queen. They're fantastic. The Browns, though, they're third in scoring, right? They're first in yards on defense. This is defense, defense, defense. Miles Garrett is probably the leading candidate right now for Defensive Player of the Year, even though I think Foy should get more uh, love than he is. So it's kind of Lamar Jackson here. Is he going to be able to be a touchdown better than Cleveland against that good defense, or is he going to do what Lamar often does is take what they give you and, and kind of walk out of here with a Justin Tucker field goal? Tough game to go on. I lean Baltimore just because they're the better team. Cincinnati, Houston. Everybody loves C.J. Stroud. Nearly 500 yards passing, five touchdowns. He went crazy. We love C.J. Stroud. But Cincinnati's playing the best football in the league right now. Of anybody, they are playing the best football in the league. Joe Burrow's healthy. Joe Burrow's spry. He's running around. He, he, he's making things happen. You know he's completely healthy. Higgins got back into the act last week. Uh, Jamar Chase did not, and they still were able to beat the Bills. Joe Mixon is running well, and the defense. 
guys, let's not overlook this defense. This is a defense that I thought that was going to hold Cincinnati back this year when they lost, uh, you know, their two safeties, and Bates is a, a, a big-time name. They lost Bates and Bell before the year began. But Hendrickson has really stepped up. Wilson is still dynamic, and the Cincinnati Bengals defense has actually been playing really well. I expect C.J. Stroud to play well here as well. He, he's played well in almost every game. But I think that Cincinnati's defense is just that much better than Houston. I don't even understand the line. I get it. People like C.J. Stroud. They saw what he did last week. To me, this is Cincinnati or bust. San Francisco, Jacksonville. Jags are getting three and a half now. It's open at three. It's three and a half now at home. Look, San Francisco had scored 17 points three games in a row before the bye week. I don't all of a sudden think that this defense is going to break out against Jacksonville, who has a good defense going on here. Now, Trevor Lawrence seems to be Weirdly, the guy almost holding them back. He's almost become a game manager, letting ETN run the show. But the Jaguars have won five straight games. The Niners have lost three straight games. They're both coming off of a bye week. They're at home. Look, if Jacksonville wants to cement their place and say, why is everybody talking about Cincinnati and Kansas City and Buffalo and Miami and Baltimore and Cleveland? Why is everybody talking about everybody else? But we're sitting here, we're 6-2 and two at the top of our division. Start talking about us. You got to go out there and win this kind of game. Same thing with San Francisco. All of a sudden, you lose this game. San Fran is in the dire straits of, wait a minute, we may not even win the division. Forget about Super Bowl talk. Saints, Vikings, Vikings are getting one and a half in this one. Look, the Saints, their defense is fantastic, but look at the quarterbacks they've played. It's been garbage, 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 and more garbage. Now they come in against the Vikings, and we thought maybe they'd play another garbage quarterback, right? Maybe another one, but Joshua Dobbs looked really good last week. He's looked good in spurts for Arizona as well. Uh, what he did last week just can't be compromised. I mean, you just you can't undersell how good that was. The Saints, they've won the last two. Their offensive started to come alive. Kamara started to come alive. Uh, you like the fact that Olave still can get involved. The Saints on the road. The Saints against a good quarterback. I don't love, but I still think that Dobbs is just out of his element a little bit for this week. He's still playing catch up. They're still working with who's the running back there in Minnesota. I got to lean the Saints here. I don't love laying points on the road, though. Steelers, Packers, Steelers. Say what you want about the Steelers. Here we go. Once again, no one's talking about Pittsburgh. They are in the playoff picture right now. They are in the picture for their division right now, but no one is talking about them because they get it done ugly. They run the ball. They have a quarterback that nobody seems to believe in. They play really good defense. Minka Fitzpatrick coming back would really certainly help this out. And then you got Green Bay. And by the way, Pittsburgh's at home. And then you get Green Bay coming into Pittsburgh. Jordan Love has looked terrible, absolutely terrible this year. They can't run the ball. Aaron Jones looks bad. All of a sudden, Dylan doesn't look good. Watson's dropping passes. I mean, I, Green Bay is kind of a mess. But, hey, did they look better last week? Yeah, I guess they did. But they beat up a banged-up Rams team with no quarterback. You could say the Steelers have no quarterback. But the Steelers certainly have a better defense than the Rams do. Tampa Bay, Tennessee. I've watched this line go Tampa Bay minus one, and then it was about a pick then it was Tampa Bay minus one and a half, whatever it is. It's about right there. Uh, Will Levis has taken over, and people are loving it. Look, everyone's loving Tennessee with Will Levis. It's Levis, Levis, Levis. He looks great. But this is still a Derrick Henry-led team. Even though he's not getting the carries that he once did, he's still a Derrick Henry-led team. It's still a team that we know the Tennessee Titans you can't run on, but you can throw on. Enter Baker Mayfield. Yeah, we're having problems running the ball if you're Tampa Bay, and they're having problems protecting Baker Mayfield, but he's getting out in the pocket. You still have Edwins. You still have Godwin. You still have White out of the backfield. The Bucs have lost four straight, right? And they haven't looked good on defense, but they still have the best red zone defense in the NFL. 
And now they're sitting here at home, and they just got to get a win. Oh, I think everyone's going to be on the Titans here. I think everybody is going to be clicking on, on Tennessee. I just can't pull the trigger. Tennessee, look, Tennessee wins this game. All of a sudden, Tennessee's starting to be back into the equation of a, of a playoff contender. Just not sure I'm seeing that. Atlanta, Arizona, the news here is that if Kyler Murray will be back or won't be back, he's going to probably return. And that's why the line is basically a pick game. Atlanta's been good. Taylor Heineke's been fantastic. They could obviously run the ball, but the coaching is just absolutely bad. And, and same thing with Arizona. I got I to gotta stay away from this game until I find out about Kyler Murray. And I'm not even sure Kyler Murray coming back pushes it to a point where I would have to take Arizona. Detroit Chargers, underrated game of the week. Detroit's a two-point favorite on the road. Uh, does that really matter? Because nobody goes to the games in L.A. or that are Charger fans, right? Detroit, their defense is pretty good. We know that their offense can run the ball. Jared Goff plays well. But away from home, he's a different quarterback. He just is. Now the Chargers are starting to get healthy. Derwin James is coming back. I know they lost their wide receivers. I get it. But maybe that'll force them into more of a traditional kind of dink and dunk to Austin Eckler, which has been effective in the past. Justin Herbert against this Lions defense. This is a really good game. I think everybody here, here we go again. Everyone's going to like the Lions, and for good reason. The Chargers are a dangerous team. Giants, Cowboys, what was once to be, hey, this could be a good game. 16.5 point spread for Dallas, the biggest spread on the year. Um, in years past, it used to be, hey, double digits, you always just take the double digit team. Double digit team in division, you always take it. As it's about 50-50. It really is. Uh, I'm not sure the Giants score. I mean, I just really, I'm not sure the Giants score. If Dallas had won last week, I'd be on the Giants plus a 16. If they won. But they lost. They're going to be angry. They played well. This is not a game you could go by. I don't want to lay 16 points to anybody. But I'm not, I'm honestly not sure the Giants score. And if they do, are they going to get even 10? Which means, look, what is what, what do they have to score? What, what does Dallas have to get into? 27, 28? That's it. Washington, Seattle, Seahawks are a six-point favorite at home. Washington just keeps playing well, right? I mean, now they, are, they aren't in their second consecutive road game, but they keep playing well. Sam Howell is being used like he's Patrick Mahomes. They're letting him throw, 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 throw. Seattle like, just looked bad last week. They just looked bad. But I'm willing to throw that one out. This is a gimme game here for Seattle. Give me the fact that I should take you serious. Give me the fact that you're at home and you don't lose these games. Or give me the idea that the Seattle Seahawks are the Seattle Seahawks that many people thought they were, which means... Yeah, they're not quite there yet. Jets, Vegas, Jets defense is great. I I mean, the Jets defense is just absolutely fantastic. Their offense is putrid. Zach Wilson is not as bad as everybody's blaming him, but man, that offensive line is atrocious. It seemed like the Chargers were getting sack after sack after sack after sack right in the right moments. Now, Las Vegas went out there and beat a Giants team. I'm not sure what to make of that. Yeah, it was the first game back. Now you have to actually kind of, coach the right way and not just coach on emotion here. So it's going to be interesting to see how this Vegas Raiders team comes back. But Max Crosby might be the difference maker because if he could get to Zach Wilson, this one might be over. Monday night football, Denver, Buffalo. Everyone's expecting Buffalo to bounce back. But it seems like week after week after week, we're expecting Buffalo to bounce back and Buffalo to bounce back and we need Buffalo to bounce back. Buffalo, and they just haven't done it, guys. You look at the Buffalo Bills this season, and it's one of the more interesting games. When you look at Buffalo and you go, uh, well, well, the more interesting teams, you look at Buffalo and you go, okay, have they been beating anybody? Have they, have they really gone out there and shown that Buffalo should be taken serious as a team that could be laying seven and a half points on Monday Night Football? Look, they lost by six the uh, last week to Cincinnati. One by six against Tampa. Lost by four against New England. One by five against the future Giants. 
lost by five against Jacksonville. So you have the Washington and Miami and Vegas games back-to-back-to-back in games two, three, and four. Since then, since the calendar turned to October 2nd, uh, they haven't beaten anybody by more than a touchdown. Denver, on the other hand, has looked really good. Now they get a bye week to get a little bit healthy. And you look at the Denver Broncos, I know that everybody's going to remember that 70 points that they put up. I get it. That 70 points is going to kind of sit in everyone's mind. But here's what they've done the last couple of weeks. They have Kansas City to 9, Green Bay to 17, Kansas City to 19 in a loss. Uh, there you go. The last three weeks, they've really fixed this defense, and they're looking better. Uh, to me, look, I'm a Buffalo guy, and I, I, I really go with Buffalo nine times out of ten. I think that the Bills are a team that will bounce back. I think they get the win here, but I can't lay more than a touchdown. I can't lay more than a touchdown in this spot. You just can't do it. So that's going to do it for me, guys. I, I, I think we have a, a lot of learning still to do on the season, but a lot cleared up for me at least. When we're talking about the Super Bowl and whatnot, a lot cleared up for me. As far as my free play goes, give me the Texans and the Bengals over the 48 points. I think the Bengals can get 40 themselves. They are starting to click. They are starting to look good. I am not ready to jump out there like everybody else and say that they are winning the Super Bowl and go put my money on them winning the Super Bowl. But it wouldn't shock me to watch them absolutely put a clinic on. I like C.J. Stroud. I think he's got enough to get them uh, you know, right around that 20-point mark, even against a good Cincinnati defense, I'm not going to need much. I think this game goes into the 50s and into the 60s even. That's going to do it for me. Everybody go check out sportsgarten.com. I'm Tom Barton. We'll be back, and you can bet on that. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.